What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a special guest Today, Crystal Jackson and I got connected a little while ago. She asked me to be a part of this event that she was putting on called the Unstoppable Mindset. And it was a group of 10 women who were just empowering other women to go after their dreams, to do what they want to do with their life and to just step into their full potential. And that is where we first got connected. And I absolutely loved the conversation that I got to have with her for that. And so of course I had to have her on my show. So you are in for a treat today. Crystal Jackson is a wife of 16 years and a mama of three young kids who they homeschool. She's a former all-American volleyball player for UCLA and professional athlete. After college, she played on the AVP professional beach volleyball tour and also represented the USA volleyball internationally in countries all over the world. Epic, right? After her playing days were over, she became instrumental in building Jackson Strength Academy, a sport facility she and her husband, Curtis, built from the ground up. They recently sold their business and moved their family to live full-time in the beautiful state of Montana. After two years of being in sales for an online coaching business, she chose to resign and started her own business as a mindset and performance coach for entrepreneurs. She now is known for supporting high performers in mastering their mindset and energy so that they can achieve their dreams and life and live their fullest potential. Crystal loves to lift weights, hunt, fish, travel, play baseball with her sons and create fun adventures and experiences with her family. You guys, this conversation is going to be next level for you entrepreneurs, for you mamas out there. So grab a notebook and let's dig in. All right, Crystal. I am so pumped to have you on my show. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Micah. I'm so excited to be here. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Okay. So I already let them know, like we got connected through your virtual event and I love the conversation that we had. And I'm just super stoked for my audience to hear from you because you're just like a treasure of wisdom. And I can't wait to dig into all of that, all of the things that you have to share first, before we do that, um, give us a, give us a little glimpse into your story. I know you're an epic athlete. you like, you have such an awesome repertoire of experience behind you. So tell us about some of that and just kind of how you got to where you are in your, your coaching industry. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, I like to tell the glamorous story first. Uh, <laughs> I was an all American, uh, volleyball player at UCLA. Like my first big manifestation, I would say was so cool. I knew I wanted to play college athletics at 10 and at 17, I committed to my dream school, which was UCLA and they were number one in the country. So then I went on and um, was an all American my senior or my fifth year because I played for um, 
I registered my sophomore year. And in that time I met my husband and that was like my second big manifestation of like in two months, literally I had this prayer of God. I pray that my husband and I meet each other at the perfect time for both of us. Two months later, I met my husband and so like we, cool. just, we just knew we went on a date and it was like this 36 hour date. And we just knew like, that was it. And here we are, we've been together 18 and a half years and married 16 years. But, um, after I got done playing volleyball at UCLA, I went on and played on the beach. And so if you can imagine, Micah, I was at the top of my game, like the best I'd ever been as an athlete to now the worst player. <laughs> Cause you were just new and it was a new game. Yeah. It was beach volleyball. Yeah. Like, I'd been training, but I was so far behind and it was like just surviving out there. So I had a decent career. Um, I'm super blessed. I got to represent the United States multiple times. So that was a huge honor. I always wanted to be an Olympian, but I actually gave up on that dream because I, I my mindset was like, you're not good enough. Your body is not good enough. Um, there's so many other people that are so much further ahead of you. How can you compete with Carrie and Missy? Like I was in the Carrie Missy days. It's awesome. Right. And they were people that I grew up watching. Like I met, I watched Carrie Walsh play when she was a sophomore. I think it was a freshman or sophomore in high school and just like blown away by this amazing athlete. So, um, after a few years, I decided it was time to be done and we wanted to start a family. And so we had our first son, Dylan, and then two years later, we had our second son Slater. And in that time we had started a gym and it was my husband's vision. It wasn't my vision, but I'm like, I've been working out since 14. (laughs) I can do this. I can teach this. But what I loved was inspiring these young athletes. So we trained youth athletes to go play college. So we sent over a hundred athletes to their dream schools. So I was passionate about them and their mindset and believing in themselves. And so my husband would be like the training person and I'm having the heart to heart with these young athletes. I love it. Power, power couple though. That's like, that's best of both worlds. I love it. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, we really, I will say it took some years because I actually competed with my husband. I wanted to write programs Mm. just as good as him. Right. And I wanted to, um, have people listen to me like he did. So all of that sounds really, really cool. We've created um, an amazing business at that time. When I call it the black hole, I just had my second son. Our business is like taking off but I lost who I was. I lost who Crystal was. I didn't have my voice. I wasn't in my power. 
I was very much, well, whatever you want, babe, like supporting role of my life versus mm-hmm. being the lead. And I realized in that moment, I was like, this is not what I came here for. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. On paper, Micah, I had it all like married, two children. I love my husband. Like we have an amazing relationship. We have a business that's thriving, but empty on the inside. And so my soul was just searching for something and I didn't even know what it was. And then, um, a personal development course, like landed in my lap. And that really was the thing that changed my life to find my voice, to realize I'm enough. I'm worthy and deserving of everything that I want. I can make money. I didn't know I could make money and be of service to people. And, um, I eventually went on and did sales for a $20 million company. And I chose to be the top rep. And I say that in those words, like I chose that role and was that leader of that team. And then after almost two years, I was like, why am I enrolling everybody to live their passion in their dream life? But I'm not. And that's when I left and started my own company. And now my husband and I are partners again, because we're like, if we can build almost a half million dollar gym with no leadership and no personal development or business, um, you know, like business advice or even knowledge, why can't we do this now? So now we're partnered back again and so happy and we homeschool our kids. So there's so much there to share. That's kind of the, the outside story. I love it so much. There's so much that I want to unpack in there. First, you meant, you said some words that are so powerful. You said, I wasn't in my power. What do you mean by that? I want, I want to dig into that because that's so powerful. So to share more at that time in my life, I was very much saying to my husband, well, whatever you think. So I didn't have a voice. I wasn't like saying, like he would ask like, Hey, where do you want to go for dinner? Well, wherever you want to go. I was a doormat. And I actually got um, that feedback that your, my experience of you as a doormat. And I was like, what, like, that was the wake up call for me that I was like, I have never been the doormat. Like when I got my scholarship to UCLA, I actually negotiated walking on to UCLA. I asked my coaches because they didn't have a scholarship ready for me. They said, we need to hold this scholarship for a middle blocker. We need a middle blocker more than a, uh, than a setter. And so I'm 17 talking to the head coach of UCLA and without asking my parents, I negotiate with him. I said, well, can I walk on my first year? Then you pay for the rest of my education without asking my parents if they would be willing to pay for my first year. So I want you to hear, I wasn't doormat, but somewhere in there, I lost my power of, um, my power was in athletics. I knew I was worth it. I knew my value. I knew I could create success in sports. But then things shifted when I went into this life thing. And I was like, wait a minute, can I make money? Can I make a difference? Will people actually believe my voice? And so that's what I mean. I lost my power. In fact, I really know I gave my power away to my husband when we got married, but I want everybody to hear. I chose that. My husband never said, give me your power. You right. know, I chose that. I was like, okay, good. He has a great job. He'll take care of us. Like. I can kind of hide, but that's not my truth. Right. And by the way, I got a full ride scholarship for the four full five years because the middle blocker didn't come. And so I end up getting my full ride scholarship for the whole time. And I share that because sometimes we just need to be bold and ask and just go for it. So, yeah, I love it. There's so much of that that resonates with me. I feel like 
it's such a, it's such an easy thing to get married and to then be like, okay, now I'm going to take on this role and I'm going to be wifey and mom and this. And then you're like, wait, but I had a whole life before this. I was, I was like, whoever you were before this, right. Whoever you are, that's listening. You are still that person, even in your other roles, you still have that sense of you. And I think so many people can resonate with that feeling of like, I lost a piece of who I was. I was, I was feeling empty inside that resonates with me so much because I didn't know. I, I mean, same, I love your story. I went to college, played volleyball, was an athlete my whole life. And that was such a huge part of my identity, going for goals, being a leader, being a captain, um, having those things to push for and grow. And then in motherhood, it's amazing. And it's a blessing of course, but it's so different. And then it's like, you do, you fall into this, like, wait, but what is that piece of me? Like, what, like, I need something more. I need to do something. I need something outside of this. That's what I found myself falling into as well. And I had no intention of ever working. I literally only went to college to play volleyball and I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I'll get a degree just in case it was like a, just in case something happens to my husband. But I was like fully on board to just follow his coattails and support him in all he wanted to do in his career and be homemaker and all of that. And I think my heavenly father, every single day that he knew what I needed. And he was like, Nope, you need this in your life. You need to like bring this back. The world needs this part of you as well. And I'm so grateful because if I think of momming without an outlet, without rituals and habits and a community of women to go through life with, without goals and things to accomplish, I would be a very grumpy, mm-hmm. not happy, exhausted human, let alone mother, like trying to raise up these kids in this generation, that would not be pretty. So I'm just like, don't ever feel guilty for anyone that's listening. That is like, but I feel guilty for wanting more for wanting a sense of identity outside of motherhood. Why do I feel this way? Being a mom is like the ultimate calling. That's how I felt. And I had to deal with those tugs of like, why do I feel this way? But as it's played out and as I've just kind of like taken the steps forward and following the heart tugs, it all comes to life and it makes sense, but you don't see that at the beginning. Did you, did you deal with any of that as far as like kind of your roles and juggling it all and balancing it all and all of that? Oh my gosh. Yes. And so there's a couple of ways I'm going to take this. Number one, at 10 years old, I remember my mom dropping me off at school and I asked her what she was going to do for the day. And thus, I want to phrase it as this, this was perfect for my mom, but she was telling me all these things. And I was like, that's not for me at like 10. <laughs> right. And it was, I didn't want to just be home. Now there's nothing wrong with that. So anybody that's listening to it or mom, if you hear this, there's nothing wrong with that because that was your choice. Right. But I knew in that moment at a very young age that there was something more inside of me. I didn't know what, but fast forward. um, I can't remember how many years ago I'm in my gym and by myself, like I'm closing out the gym, my husband's home with the two kids and everybody's out and putting away the gym equipment. And I hear the voice, the nugs that you're talking about, like, you're meant for something bigger than the four walls of these gym. And I was like, Whoa, that was the first time I heard it. Like there's something bigger for you. So have I struggled with it? Absolutely. But I want moms and dads, if any dads hear this too, here's what we do not get to do. 
we do not get to say to our children, I gave up on my dreams because I had children. I literally just did a podcast episode about this because I hear it a lot. Yeah. Their parents will blame their children for not going after their dreams. Like, I just want everybody to soak that in real quick. That is a lot of guilt to put on your children where I look at it every day. Like I'm looking over here, there's a picture of my children. They feel me. They are my inspiration. And I know they are for you too. Like we've Mm -hmm. chatted about, right? Like every day I get up and I'm like, okay, even on the days that I don't want to do anything, well, guess what I'm providing. I get to show my children what it looks like to be an entrepreneur that's resilient, that tries a lot of different things. And guess what? Some things work and a lot of things don't work. I'm showing them in the process what it's like to be successful and I'm not perfect, but then I also get to share with them the challenges that I face. Okay. Got it. I'm facing this challenge. How do I work through the challenge versus reacting with Mm -hmm. the challenge? There's so much that we can share with our children of being an entrepreneur that it's been challenging for me. Like I've definitely had the mom guilt, but the thing that stopped it was I bring my children in with me in the vision. I love that. So they know, they know right now, mom's goal, what she's going after and achieving so that they are on board. And I communicate with them at a high level of like, Hey, today, just so you know, mom is teaching a class at nine o'clock and 10 o'clock. We'll have a little break. This is true for today (laughs) and a podcast and another podcast. And then I'm with you guys after two o'clock. So I'm preparing them so that they're not like, well, where's mom? And I'm not communicating with them. Right. And my sons love like helping me with my reels. So they pick out music for me. I love it. I can incorporate them into the business or the bracelet that I send, or I sent you a bracelet. I have one over here. Another one. This is one that my son, I know I'm so happy. (laughs) Um, My son made this bracelet for me and they are part of the business of making jewelry for people. Why not bring them into it versus separating it mom life and entrepreneur? Like, let them help you out. Maybe they write a thank you card. It's like the cutest, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. bring them in. So that's what I've done in my life to go from, oh my gosh, I should be with them to, okay, guess what guys, this is what I'm creating. And I'm blessed now that I can be home mm-hmm. and not in a brick and mortar. And that was one of the reasons why we wanted to sell our business. Cause I just wanted to be home with my kids. I love that so much. And I think that is one of the most powerful things that anyone can do as an entrepreneur. I was just having this chat last night. I guess spoke for another team and they were, they're kicking off this like push group and they're going for some big goals. And so I was kind of priming them. I'm like, okay, here's how to like really go all in for six weeks without losing your shiz and throwing everything that you love out the window and like losing yourself in this. You've got to prime yourself. You've got to prime your family, have the conversations. What does this look like? What does this season of hustle and grind and whatever look like? And what can they expect and how can they be a part of it? And I challenged them to make their business goal aligned with something in life that their kids could be a part of what was important to their children. What was important to their spouse? What did it mean when you hit this goal? It also means this for our family. I think that is crucial because so oftentimes women get frustrated that their spouse isn't supportive and their kids are nagging them and they're, Oh, you're on your phone. You're doing this you're whatever. And it's like, when's the last time you actually shared the vision? When's the last time you actually opened up that conversation and said, this is why mom's doing this. This is what we're doing for our family. This is what it means when I'm in my office 
on a podcast or doing a training or mentoring these women, this is the difference that I'm making in the things that I get to do. And this is what it means for our life. What we get to do as a family, kids aren't stupid. They understand that. And they are going to be so much more understanding. If you just have that conversation with them, we can't expect them to understand what's going on when we're on our phone or behind closed doors or whatever. They're like, well, mom's not here, but why? So have that conversation. That's such a good reminder and bringing them into the business. It's not mom life and then CEO life. It's like, this is our family. This is how we do things. This is how we integrate all of the things that we're passionate about. And I, that's such a beautiful visual and gives me even ideas of things that I can do with my kids, even on a bigger scale. So thank you for that. I love that so much. I even, um, I've taken big life-size post-its. So those big, like sticky Uh post-its put it in the middle of the house and they see the goals. I love it. We track it together. So at one point I needed to sell, I was blessed to sell that. I didn't need to, but five painfuls for our gym business to create our down payment, which we had to pay, make in 10 days. We had to create our down payment. And so my kids at that time were in Montessori and they would come home, mom, did you make a sale? And I, I was love like, yes, I made a sale. And they're like celebrating with me. Or I'd be like, not yet, but you know what? I'm going to do a couple more hours and make a few more phone calls. And sure enough, we made more money than we needed to in the 10 days for our down payment. But it was so cool to have them on it. Yeah. And teaching them that it's fun to be of service to people. Absolutely. Like passion about building a business that it's not heavy. It doesn't have to be heavy. It can be fun and exciting. Yeah. I love it. I will oftentimes share messages that I'll get from women that I work with with my kids. And I'll be like, look at this. Isn't this cool? And it like makes me teary eyed to think about because they, they see what you do. They see kind of on the outside, but they don't fully get it. And then when you can bring them in a little bit more and share the, why you're doing things, they're like, oh my gosh. Okay. That's, that's cool. And they, you see like the light bulb go off. Um, one of the things that (laughs) kind of was an eye opener to me with how much children do take in without us even realizing it is one, one time when Johnny was, I think it was like fifth grade, maybe a couple years ago, she brought home this paper and she had written in there what she wanted to be when she grew up. And she was talking about how she wanted to be a beach body coach. Cause she wanted to help people be healthy and feel their best and all these things. And she's like, just like my mom. And I'm like, Oh, and it like made me cry. Cause I'm like, that is so cool. Like that is so cool that she just gets to watch and then learn and see, and then understand that you're not just slinging some products and posting online and doing funny reels. Like you're, you're making a difference and your kids know, and they understand. So have those conversations and don't feel guilty about following your heart. Like don't feel guilty about it. Just include them. They're learning from watching you more than they're learning from listening to you. Absolutely. I see it as like, I must keep going for myself. Number one, because I have a mission, I'm clear on what it is. So that's for me, but also to keep showing them what it looks like to keep going. We're all going to have challenges. We all do. Like, trust me. At one point we were living in our gym. So we like, we have faced many challenges, but it's about who you become in the process which is the most powerful gift that we can ever give ourselves and our children. I love that so much. And it's so true. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free 
masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So this is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. How have you, how have you integrated? Cause I know your kids started, you said Montessori. So they were starting, they started in school and then you started homeschooling. Let's talk about that for a sec. How have you integrated that? What do your days look like? Um, all of that stuff. So I would say they first started out with homeschooling and I, <laughs> because we owned a gym and it was, they could come to our gym and it was the best playground. Like my oh, yeah. kids spoke, they learned, you know, their language so easily because they were around adults. They could go up and talk to anybody. Like I remember watching our oldest son, Dylan at the beach, like just walk up and sit next to someone and start a conversation. <laughs> That's right? Awesome. So we started them homeschooling. And then when we came to Montana, so we fought almost six years ago, May, it'll be six years. We came to Montana off a total risk of like our heart just felt like we needed to be in Montana. So we ran our business from afar for three years. So when we moved here, my husband's like, I think we should put them in Montessori. And I was like, no. And there was eight kids in the class. He's like, babe, it's eight kids. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we'll try it out. So I've always known in my heart, I wanted to homeschool. Um, and so we did, we did the Montessori and it was beautiful and amazing for them. Then we put them in the next year of Montessori and it was great start, but then we actually had to go to California for 11 months. So our business that we'd been running from afar started going downhill. So my husband's out hunting in nature by himself. And he's like, we got to go to California. So I'm six months pregnant with oh, our gosh. third. And he calls me on a Monday. Hey, babe, we get to go to California. We're leaving uh, Wednesday morning. I said, <laughs> like this was, but I want you guys to hear my mindset about it. I did not freak out. I just said, okay, great. I'll pack up the car. I'll meet you in Dillon, which is five hours south. I'll take the kids out of school. I'll pack up the house so that we can um, Airbnb it. 
I have no idea how long we're going to be gone, but I knew we had let our business go too far. So when we went to California, we did do a somewhat homeschool there. And then we came back here and we put them back in Montessori and then COVID happened. Yep. And now we're back at homeschool. So for nice. right now, like you can just see, we've gone back and forth, but when COVID happened and then it was deciding, should we put them back in school? It was the question of what's going to be the most stability for our child or children. And with a newborn baby, we wanted our kids to be incorporated in her life too. And so we just made that decision to keep us home. And there were some things that like we saw within our children that we knew we wanted to support them with now versus yeah. letting them go. And then maybe having a bigger problem later, which by the way, we're first time parents. We don't, we're learning as we go, <laughs> but also it was just, again, listening to that gut intuition that said, keep them home. And most days our children love it. There's the hard days where my son's like, I want to go back to Montessori. But we, um, my, my husband, I'm so grateful, makes a checklist for them every day. They have personal development that they do every single day. So they have books that they read. They're outside in nature first thing in the morning for 10 minutes. They have um, journaling that they do, what they're grateful for, why they're grateful for each sibling and parent, um, the type of person that they are. So we do it, we're heavy on personal development. Then they have their key things of math, language, writing, and in the winter, when it's ski season, we ski a lot more. So we make it, honestly, I'm like, these kids are hooked up. They have like the best that we could take them and go skiing a ton in the winter time. Now we're shifting into baseball. So during the day, they might go and get extra baseball reps. They love it. So we just make it really fun. It's pretty exciting. It's the best. I love that so much. We just barely, we just barely transitioned to homeschooling after Thanksgiving. So I don't know. It's been about by the time this airs, maybe like six months and it has been the most beautiful experience. Like, of course I'm with you. We have the days where my kids are like, I miss my friends. I want to go back. My, my siblings are driving me nuts. I can't be with them all day, every day. Like we have those moments for sure. But for the most part, it's been so cool to just see how their relationships have shifted to just the extra time they get to do the things they enjoy and they love. And it's like cultivating their strengths and being mindful of those things now versus like, okay, now you've graduated from high school. Let's work on your interests. Let's work on the things that you actually enjoy. I'm like, no, I want to do those things now. So anyone who's like on the fence thinking about it, go for it. Like just you're qualified. You can make it happen. Learn as you go. Like it's such a beautiful journey. And I think, especially when you value mindset growth and personal development and nurturing their strengths and like really their unique interests, there's no better way to incorporate those things at this age. Like they're not getting that at school, unfortunately. And it's important for, to foster what they love. We have a son who loves to cook. We watch master chef. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but it is so good. And so he's like, Hey mom, this is even yesterday. Can we go to the store and get more chocolate chips and cream? Cause he wants to make his own butter. I love it. And we made a molten lava cake last night at like nine 30 at night. And it was delicious <laughs> and he loves it. And he also loves art. So here I have an athlete that loves to cook and loves, um, art, which I've barely dove into art. Now I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do this painting thing. I don't really know what I'm doing, but 
I'm excited because now we can do it together. It's something that's new for me and he loves, right? So I want to see what are they excited about? And they're going to have their daily things. Like sometimes they do push back. Why do we have to do this book? And why do we have to read this? And I'm like, because I understand that if you have this information now, your life will be so much better. Mommy had to learn this at her age. Like mommy had to do a lot of work to get where she is today. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud that my sons have watched mom go from a woman that didn't really speak up to being a strong leader in her family, which yeah. took a lot of inner work and it was worth every moment. So I, I love just, that. I love homeschooling and we're year by year. We're like, okay, what feels good for this year? We will see. Maybe next year we'll do a modified half Montessori, half homeschool. I don't know. We will see. Yeah. We have that conversation with Johnny too. She's my oldest. And she's like, I, I, yeah, I like this. She rides horses a lot and she does, she loves to work with the animals and do all those things. And so she's, it's been winter here for like 29 months. And so she's kind of getting to the point where she's like, okay, this is good. I like the idea of extra time, but like, I need to be outside doing the things. Like I want to be able to experience it. So we're getting to the part where she's going to really enjoy it but she definitely has those moments where she's like, I definitely want to go back for high school. Like, I definitely want to be with my friends and have those experiences. And I'm like, we'll just see, we'll see how you feel when it comes still a couple years away. But I do think that that's important too. Like, it's not just because you decide to do it, you're stuck and you're there forever and you can't ever make shifts and transitions. It's like, just go with the flow, see what feels good. And like, you'll figure it out. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Um, I would love Oh no, keep going. Last thing. This is really precious time. Like literally this is the most precious time. I just yesterday we were driving and I put my video on to just record this, not for Instagram. This is purely for me. We're in the car driving to Costco and a song comes on and all three of them are like jamming out and singing (laughs) and rock, you know, like having the best time. And I start crying. because I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a moment I get to savor right now. Like And it was, by the way, like 12 o'clock middle of the day, you know, so savor those moments. That's, I just want to presence that because they're, man, they're growing up big. Right. And fast. So true. Those moments are precious too. The other, the other day, my kids are at the ages where a couple of them really butt heads, a couple personalities really butt heads. And so I feel like that's kind of the norm. It's like, we're refereeing a little bit. We're trying to navigate these personalities and this age gaps and all of the things. And then you have these moments where they're all getting along and they're playing and they're laughing. And and I'm like, JD and I just like look at each other and I'm like tears. I'm like, these moments, like these are perfect. Oh, I just love it. And it does. It makes me emotional. And I'm like, I just want to cultivate more of that. Like, I want them to be best friends. I want them to love each other so dang hard. I want them to like get through the sibling stuff, but then just be there for each other. And I feel like when they're not together, they don't get the opportunity to do that. So Oh, my mission with my family, like the big, big vision is that my kids are grown adults and they still want to all hang out. Like we all still hang out. Like that is the big vision. And that's why we put so much emphasis on our family because I want to be whatever age and they're 20 something. I don't know. So what will I be like 50? So I don't know whatever the age (laughs) is, but I want to be, I want to hang out with them. I want to go on vacations. Like I want them to have their life too, not just be with mom the whole time, but meaning that's really, really important to me. So we're creating it now, but I get the bunting heads. Oh my gosh. My kids were 
chucking <laughs> balls that they were working out downstairs. That's part of their daily workout as they have a workout or daily routine. And they were chucking like basketballs at each other and started crying and, and yeah, boy. Sounds, yeah, sounds so familiar. Sounds so familiar. I love it. <laughs> okay. I want to, I want to pick your brain just a bit before we have to wrap up. You mentioned twice in your story, how you manifested Hmm. your volleyball experience. You manifested your spouse. Let's dig into that for a sec for someone who's like, maybe thinking, well, that's foreign to me. Or like, that sounds woo woo, or that sounds a little like off the wall. Dig into that. Let's unpack that a little bit. What do you mean by that? Yeah. I love that because, um, I actually, as a kid, I was totally gravitated toward personal development, your thoughts and your words, create your reality. And I was told, no, 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 we don't do that. Mm. Right. So it's interesting, like innately, I've always been intrigued, but manifestation is really just, let's just make it super simple. You are co-creating your life and you're co-creating your life by what you believe within your heart, what you say in your mind and what you speak with your voice. And so all three of those coming together manifest. So I share that we used to live at one point we lived in our gym. I actually manifested that. So I've manifested some amazing things and some things that were kind of wild and crazy. And I said, so listen to these words. I'd said to my husband, when we signed our five-year lease of our gym, I said, Hey, the worst case scenario, we can always live in our gym because we were taking a huge risk. Like we didn't even, we weren't even making the money to pay for everything in that business, but we signed the lease and we bet on ourselves. So I said, worst case scenario, we can live in our gym. Fast forward four years later, we lived in our gym for about four to five months. So your thoughts, what you believe of yourself really matter. What you speak in your reality. If you're the person that's like, yeah, you know what? Micah can do it, but there's no way I can do it. She's special. I'm not. Well, you're telling yourself you're not special and you can't do it. So whatever you are saying and believing on the inner world here on the heart and the mind is what you're seeing on the outside world. So manifestation is just to me, why wouldn't I do the work on myself to create my reality? It puts me in responsibility Yeah. and I have a personal connection with God. So maybe it's God's spirit universe, whoever you guys believe in to me, it's we're co-creating my life together. So I'm doing my part positive thinking, speaking with, um, intention saying into my, like speaking my reality of what I want and believing in my heart that I can do it no matter what it's not, there's nothing I cannot do. I know that now there's some things that I'd really have to study hard for. I get that. But meaning if I desire something, I can create it. And that's what manifestation is. It's really a belief system of like, I can versus I can't. And too many people, Micah, are just like betting against the own self, betting against their own self. There you go. Versus saying, well, I wonder if I could do it. Wonder if it would be possible. Let me just see who I get to become to create it. And that to me is amazing. So I love to, I set daily manifestations for fun to see if my energy is on. Do I believe it's possible? And then I have my big manifestations that are my big goals. And I'm always looking within going, 
if this is my goal, what is telling me inside that I can't do it? And I need to take that conversation and prove myself wrong and pick a new thing to believe. That so is powerful. That's so, I love it. And I'm here for all of this stuff. I fully believe that all of this stuff is so powerful and we are in so much more control of our life than we actually think. I think lots of people think life is just happening and they say the things they want the things, but then they believe differently and their thoughts are different. And, and then they're frustrated that their actions and their words and all the things aren't aligned. It's like, when you can get all of that on the same page, you can move mountains. Like it is incredible. So what would you say to the person who's listening? Who's like, Hmm, well, I want the thing, but man, I don't believe that it's possible. I don't believe that I can do it. I question myself every day. I don't stay aligned in my actions. What would you say to that person so that they can get aligned and continue to move forward? Yeah. So number one would be, first of all, why are you discounting yourself? Be curious. Why don't I believe it's possible? And so when I say, uh, be curious, why I use that word is then I'm not making myself right or wrong. I love it. Yeah. Be curious. Like think about a kid. Well, why, why doesn't that work? Why can't you do it? Right. Like I can think of my a million questions, right? Yep. So just ask yourself if it, like, why do I want someone else to do it versus why can't I just believe in me? Now, if you don't believe it's possible yet, notice my words yet, I just throw in the word possibility. So it is possible for me to X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Like I was using this in a training this morning. It's hard for me to wrap around in my head to believe I could be a billionaire tomorrow, but it's possible. So something that I could believe more is to say, it is possible for me to be a billionaire tomorrow. And Micah, that'd be the greatest story ever. I have <laughs> no idea how that could happen, but that's also the, be- the biggest step is you get to let go of the how. Yeah. So if you want X, Y, and Z, most people are obsessive and discount, like they don't believe it because they're like, but how, mm-hmm. how, how could I do that? That's that's not possible for me. So notice what you're saying to yourself. So step into the energy of it is possible and notice the thoughts that you're saying. So I, if whatever the goal is, I ask myself, what is coming up for me that is telling me that I can't do it. And I journal it out. I got to get it all on paper. I have my notebook here. Like I have a full on notebook that stays with me for uh, my gratitude, my daily manifestations and clearing out my energy. I have to get it out and then I have to rewrite it into something that I can believe. Well, it is possible for me to meet someone that's going to introduce me to this person. That's going to get me the movie that I desire. It's possible. So you just really get to be in the world of possibility versus limitations. And the last thing I'll say is more people are committed to their limitations Mm. than the world of possibilities. So have fun and go into the what if game. Go into the what if positive, because most people, remember I did sales for a long time. I would hear every, you know what, what if this happened, Crystal, or what if that happened and everything was negative versus I'm like, well, why aren't you fighting for the possibilities? Right. So have fun with it, with manifesting. What I would say is start simple and, um, manifest a free cup of coffee or like some, something random happening. And just hold the energy that it's possible 
and be open to receiving it. And it could happen right away. It could be in a month from now, but just play with it, have fun with it. And if you still don't believe it, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it works. It does. It works. I've, I've manifested so many, I manifest, um, random checks being sent to me, presents being sent to me out of no reason. Like I seriously have two gifts that have been sent through Amazon with no note. I have no idea who they're from. <laughs> and yeah, I just have fun with it. That is fun. I love your, I love, I just love that idea. Like just have fun with it. Like release the pressure that it has to happen or it needs to happen in a certain amount of time or it has to look a certain way. And I love that just reminder of if you feel like you're doubting yourself, oftentimes it is because you're so attached to the process and the expectation of the outcome. When you're so attached, you can't, you don't allow yourself to just open up to creative ideas, to open up to something new, to open up to some, a, a new way or person or thought or process to come into your life because you're so you're clinging on to the next step that you think it's supposed to look like. So I'm not saying never have a game plan, like have some strategy, but also, so have some strategy and be open up to the possibility of other things coming in, other ideas, other things. Cause that, when I look back on any big goal I've achieved, it has never actually played out how I had planned, actually played out how I expected. It was always some random something or other that I got the thought and then I acted on it. And that's important. You feel the tug, get the thought, act on it. That took me in a slightly different direction that opened up another arena for growth or expansion or whatever. And it's like, that is the power in like, what if it could happen? What if it is possible? It just allows you to just stay in that energy versus this is what it has to be. This is what it's going to look like. And when it doesn't happen that way, then it's like a negative spiral because it's not happening and it's this and this and this, and it's negative, negative, negative. So I just love that reminder. That's so powerful. If you can just make that your norm, the curiosity thing. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, have fun with it. And if you are a controller, you get to learn the art of not controlling. <laughs> yes. Like you get, get, you get to be someone that gets support, let universe, God, spirit, all the above support you. So I always write my manifestations and I don't know where it came from. So don't ask me, but <laughs> this or something even better, right? So mm. thank you. Like here's my manifestations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This or something even better. I love and so that. now I allow space for, here's what I think would be incredible, but you know what, you know, even better. So I'll let you bless me with something even better than I could ever even imagine. And that brings the joy and excitement. You talked about obsessiveness, obsessiveness. Mm -hmm. We are out of alignment. Now there's a good obsession when you're so passionate about something, you want to learn more and read more and practice more. That's a good obsession but obsessing and becoming tight, you're actually blocking your manifestations. 
and negative energy blocks your manifestation. So every one negative thought or belief or spoken word, it takes 10 acts of gratitude to cancel it out. And I learned that in the magic. And I was like, oh, at least now I know if I am going to go into negativity land, I have a huge cost and it's going to take me a lot of work to get back to positive land. <laughs> I love that. So is that what you do? If you have something negative slip in, are you like, eh, we're catching it and we're doing 10 gratitudes. Like we are like, is that a practice that you, that you do? Yeah. Like this morning and who knows why, like a not good thought came in. And so I was like, no, 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 uh-uh, stop. Like, I just talk to myself, you guys. I talk to myself all the time. If I'm by myself in the car, I'm like, or this morning on my run, I'm like talking out loud. <laughs> I'm with other people. I'm in my head, right? Yeah. But it's more about being aware of the thought and I stop it. And then I did, I went into 10 acts of gratitude. That works for me. That might be like, oh my gosh, it sounds like a lot of work, but your life is that important. You're that important. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay being in my stuff for a long time. I give myself, if I need to go and be in my stuff, like I'm in a bad mood or something, I give myself a time limit. So I'll go to my husband. Hey, can you just listen to me real quick? I just need to get it out. That is different than saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened to me. And that happened to me. And now I'm bitching and complaining to my friend. Mm -hmm. Be responsible about it. Feel your feelings. It's okay to feel it but clean it up afterwards. Okay. Got it. I got it out. I'm good. I've released the negative energy because we need to get it out of us. My yeah. God, just keep it in. Or that's a whole nother story of like healing over here. That's a lot of work. Um, so you rather get it out and then go, okay, what is it that I choose? I choose to believe in myself. I choose to speak positive words to myself. I love sitting in nature and just sitting mm -hmm. like we have a forest in our front yard. I'll just sit there and I don't have my phone on. It's just me and my thoughts. And I was doing it this morning and it was beautiful. I've gotten so far I'll share. Cause it used to be negative thoughts that came up and I sat there and everything was about speaking into what I want my reality to be on a grander level. So there's a lot of, it's a lot of inner work. It's a lot of work. I want people to hear, but that work is the greatest gift you can give yourself and your children. They are watching you. I'm going to go back to it. They're watching you. They're watching their mom go after their dreams and it's giving them hope and desire and ambition like your daughter, right? My sons a couple weeks ago, I can't remember when it was out of the blue. My oldest son says, mom, you're really inspiring. And I'm just like floodgates, right? Like crying. <laughs> and then my younger son's like, yeah, mom, you are really inspiring. That's that adorable. was the thing that just like, of course you keep going again, because they're watching. They're always watching. They're always watching. Oh gosh. So good. And so powerful. And it's just the daily stuff. It's not the big stuff. It's the daily choices. It's the daily rituals. It's the daily conversations. Those are all the things that matter most. I think lots of times people get so in their heads about I'm not doing big things. I'm not doing the big things, or I'm not doing anything spectacular. It's like, as you shift your mindset and as you shift your habits and as you shift your belief, what you're saying to your children also shifts how you are raising your children also shifts everything that you're empowering them to do in the world also shifts. So like this work is never 
a waste ever. I hear that sometimes like, well, what if I'm doing all of this and it just isn't, it doesn't work out. What if it's not worth it? What if I'm sacrificing time with my family to build this business and then it doesn't pan out the way I want. I'm like, well, hopefully you're doing work. The work you're doing to build your business is work that is impacting your life. And you as a human period, end of story without any of the accolades or the income or whatever. And if you have found something that allows you to do that, how could it ever be a waste? Yeah. Like it's so powerful. Oh, I, the woman I am today versus the woman I was five years ago, completely different. And I'm not even close to where I want to be yet. Right. Right. In business and in life. But you talked about it, like all of it adds up. Every Mm -hmm. little thing that you do, every little bit of gratitude, being grateful to pay for something, even if you don't have all the, you know, all the money that you desire, all of that little parts add up. And it's all coming together. So I even say to myself, it's all happening now. It's all coming together. It's right there, right? Everything that I want and desire, but also in that moment too, I get to celebrate me, how far I've come, celebrate with my family. So we actually, um, we have goals each month. And when we hit it, we celebrate as a family. Last month, we had lost lobster tails. I don't know why. I love it. Master Chef show me and my son's like, mom, we need to have lobster tails. <laughs> so right? fun. But it's again, bringing the joy and excitement to being a mother and entrepreneur. Like this is a new era of women working and it's like crazy to see the impact the women in the world are making with Mm -hmm. um, retiring their husbands. I had one woman I I interviewed, she retired her surgeon husband. And I mean, just like powerful. It's so powerful, right? And so, yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool. I know. And there's literally nothing anyone out there can't do like opportunities galore. Like if someone is sitting in a crappy situation, I'm like, dude, open your mind to the possibility of everything around you and just take, like, be courageous and go for it because there's nothing that someone can't accomplish with the resources and opportunities and things that are at our fingertips from our house. Absolutely. It's crazy. Go for it. Be bold, like risk on yourself. Absolutely. Go for it. I love it. Oh, I could talk to you forever. When are you coming to Idaho? Remember you're going to stop here and we're going to hang out. Oh, we totally (laughs) are by the way. Um, I think it's in the summer. We're going to California. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. My husband's going to play in a beach volleyball tournament. I already told him, I was like, I have to stop and say hi to this. So I was like, we're like instant friends. And I knew For it. Real. first reached out to him, I was like, oh my gosh, I could totally see me and this person like hanging out, which I love. I know. It's the best. We're really making it happen. I'm super pumped. <laughs> come up to Montana. Maybe your daughter, I don't know, have a volleyball. I'm going to host a volleyball camp in the summer. You guys should come up for that. Let me know. We'll be there for real. Awesome. Okay. It's, it's a date. (laughs) Um, where can our listeners stay connected with you? Where can they find you on Instagram? I love to hang out on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. Um, at crystal Sue Jackson, crystal with a K. So that's my middle name too. Crystal Sue Jackson. Um, that's the best place. What I would love to hear from the audience is what made the biggest difference for you. So just send me a little DM. I always love hearing the feedback. So I know where to talk more about, but, um, that's the best place to find me. Yeah. 
Perfect. Yes. Our listeners are the absolute best. I always ask them to, to screen share their 15 second nugget that really hit them so that they can share it, tag me and you. And it really does. It, it is so cool to see the little nuggets that resonate and to know that you randomly said something for whatever reason, so that Sarah could hear it. Like sometimes you're like, Oh, I've never even thought or said that in my life. And that just came to me. And now I know it was for her. Like that stuff is so cool. And just such a powerful reminder that we're here doing the work that we're supposed to be doing on earth and what a blessing it is. So crystal, you're amazing. Thank you so much for taking time to pour into our listeners. I hope they stay connected with you and just pull off your energy and everything that you have to give. Oh, thank you so much for having me, miss. It's amazing. Of course. All right, you guys, hopefully you got so much value out of this. Share it with your friends, your sisters, your teammates, all of the women in your life and dudes, but let's be real, mostly women (laughs) and definitely share what resonated because we love to hear from you. We will be back in another week. See you then. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Cause if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.